Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the CPR Health Podcast. This is Zach Moses going solo for this particular podcast. I'm without my typical partner. Sagar is taking this one off as I give a brief update on more things COVID vaccine related. I don't know if you're tired of this topic, but as you probably know, ton of additional information coming out and a little bit of an update with how we all did with getting our second doses now that we are all post-second vaccine dose. So let's start with that. After the first vaccine, as you guys may remember, I had almost no symptoms. Nina had almost no symptoms. Sagar and Jamisha did very well. Uh, the three of us got the Moderna vaccine. Sagar got the Pfizer vaccine. With the second dose, it was a little bit different. I initially felt pretty great, had no symptoms for about uh, six to eight hours. Then I started getting some achiness. By about 10 hours in, chills, rigors, headache, fatigue. I'm kind of a baby when it comes to getting fevers, so I've had some significant symptoms with the body aches and the skin tingling and burning and all the typical stuff that I get with a fever. By about 23 hours or 24 hours in, I was pretty much done. I felt fine. Nina developed symptoms probably about 12 hours in. By about 36 hours, she was also symptom-free. She handled it with much more grace and toughness than I did. Two things that you wouldn't think would be possible to have at the same time, but yet again, she proved it is possible to be both tough and graceful while I was neither. Sagar would tell you that he had a little bit of achiness. Um, he actually didn't feel quite as bad as the rest of us, I don't think. Again, maybe he's just tougher than I am. And Jamisha felt similar to Nina, handled it as gracefully. I'm sure I was not there with her, but I'm sure she did better than I did. Now, there's some evidence that Moderna's vaccine causes moderate to severe symptoms in more cases than Pfizer's. So that also may be the reason why we all felt pretty crummy. But 24 hours later, we did great. No side effects at all. I'm back to my normal self. I had the vaccine almost two weeks ago now for my second go around, and I'm doing great. Uh, I have no lingering effects. I didn't have any issues with allergic reactions or any other effects. Uh, I haven't heard of anybody actually that I know who has had any severe symptoms from that standpoint. So the recommendation that I would have, of course, is get the vaccine. I've also heard uh, mostly anecdotally, I don't know if there's any evidence that is behind this quite yet, that the vaccines can cause a bit stronger side effects in people who are the 30 to 40 age range. And we do fall in that age range. But take that for what it's worth. I don't know if there's any evidence to support that. So we're all doing fine now. In the meantime, there have been a couple of other updates, and I'm not going to go into too much detail here because most of this stuff is readily available in the news. We've mentioned before the UK and the South African variants of the coronavirus, which have recently been more studied from a vaccine standpoint. It turns out that the UK variant is fairly well protected by the vaccines as they are currently out recently. Johnson & Johnson and Novavax just had their results published. Novavax is another two-dose vaccine, whereas Johnson & Johnson is a single-dose vaccine, which is, of course, beneficial for most people. They are both DNA plasmid vaccines. As we talked about in a couple of the other podcasts, these vaccines have DNA molecules that are going to go into the nucleus of the cell they're plasmids, which basically means that they're circular. They cannot incorporate into your DNA. That is not a concern you need to have. And then your body takes that DNA 
turns it into RNA, which gets sent out of the nucleus. And then the spike protein is made by your cell's hardware so that your body can then recognize the spike protein and immunize against it. Both of these vaccines have provided good results against the original variants, as I've previously mentioned. The studies were a little bit strange because I don't think that they necessarily knew that they were actually testing against the South African variant, which Moderna and Pfizer didn't have many of those in their original studies. So they were able to get a little bit different data. The bottom line, without going into detail, is that all four vaccines that we've talked about so far, Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, and Novavax, can protect very well against the original variant. They protect fairly well against the UK variant, and then less so against the South African variant. Still upwards of 50 to 60% protective, which is, among vaccination rates go, very good. We would still take that. We would be happy with it. The most important part of that, though, is that it looks like all of the vaccines protect against severe disease in most cases. So even if you still get sick, you won't get as sick, no matter what variant you get, if you are exposed to the virus after you get the vaccine. So with that said, it's still very important to get the vaccine, regardless of the variant that you're hearing about. The companies are already doing studies on the new variant, and they're already working on new vaccines to come out to fight against any different variants. And with this new technology, it's very easy to then vaccinate against any new variants that come out. So definitely still worth getting the vaccine. Most of these cases are going to be covered by the vaccine, even if you encounter a variant. I think Moderna and Pfizer noted that they had less of an antibody response when confronted with the variant from South Africa, but it was still enough to give some sense of immunity, certainly protective of severe disease, we think. So that's kind of all the updates we have. I don't, again, want to go into the numbers because I think that's kind of easy to find online. You can take a look at that, but those are kind of the summary points so far. Again, a lot of these data just came out recently, so there's going to be more discussion on this and more studies to do. There will be more updates from us, but I don't want to overload you with a bunch of numbers. As usual, reach out if you have any questions. Our contact information is available on our website, www.cprhealthclinic.com. In the meantime, we will be out there going through the data for you and uh, trying to keep you guys updated. So get your vaccine when you can, and remember, the way you live can save your life.